If you dropped a frog in a pan of boiling water, he would use those strong back legs to leap straight out again. Yet if you put that frog in a pan of cold water and gradually heated the water, he would sit there until he was boiled alive. Well, it's a bit like that with alcohol, which can sneak up on you over the years. Did you know that 20% of regular drinkers will become dependent? What starts off as literally a glass of wine to unwind after a day at work can easily become several glasses and eventually a bottle. And always remember the low risk limits are just one and a half bottles of wine a week. Doing a dry January gives your body, and more importantly your mind, a bit of space, space to recover, space to think about your relationship with alcohol and to decide whether you want to make any permanent changes. Welcome to Goodbye to Alcohol, a podcast from World Without Wine. Whether you want to say goodbye to alcohol, have already said goodbye to alcohol, or whether you're just sober curious, this is the podcast for you. We've got recovery stories to inspire you, experts to inform you, and plenty of advice on how to ditch the drink and change your life. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Goodbye to Alcohol podcast. My name is Janet Goron. I'm the founder of World Without Wine, and I'm your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and Happy New Year to you. So how are you feeling as we finally say goodbye to the very strange and difficult year that was 2020? Many people have been drinking more to cope, more than the low-risk limits of one and a half bottles of wine a week, that's for sure. But 2020 is gone. The festive season and New Year celebrations are done and dusted. So perhaps it's now time to take control and make a healthy start to 2021. In fact, here in South Africa, our president has made dry January compulsory for the whole country. He's banned alcohol to relieve some of the pressure on our hospitals, so there'll be a bit of room for the COVID patients. So whether you want a bit of support to help you cope with the alcohol ban or whether you just want to have a healthy start to 2021, we've got just the thing for you. It's our annual Dry January Challenge. I'd like to say a huge thank you to everybody who's already signed up and donated for our Dry January Challenge. We've already raised 23,000 rand. That's enough to sponsor 92 children for a whole year of yoga and life skills training. Now, last week, I interviewed Eusebius MacKaiser, who explained how doing two consecutive Dry January challenges with us had changed his relationship with alcohol for good. Here's a little reminder of what he said. I stopped drinking only because of you. And as a fun challenge to do the January Dry Challenge, then it became six months. And I thought, oh, this is cool. I could last for six months. And then I drank again. And then I tried a second time for fun to quit, um, just to, you know, take a break. And and now I think it is inadvertently permanent, not by design, but just by habit. So in the last 12 to 14 months, I've had one glass of wine and that's it. And I don't think I will have another. So if you'd like to sign up for our Dry January Challenge, just put this podcast on hold for a moment. Pop over to worldwithoutwine.com website, 
click on Earth Child Fundraiser and you'll get all the info. This week's podcast goes out on the 2nd of January, so it's going to be a solo episode all about why you should do a dry January, followed by how you can do a dry January, with some tips to help you stay on track. So let's get started with nine reasons to do dry January. In fact, that probably should be ten reasons now that our president's decided that we're all doing a dry January, whether we like it or not. So reason number one, because it's illegal to buy alcohol. Reason number two, to test your dependency. Did you know that 20% of regular drinkers will become dependent over the years? And I don't mean heavy drinkers particularly, I just mean people that have a glass or two of wine most evenings, drink when they socialise, etc. It usually takes a couple of decades, but uh, many of us get hooked, that 20%. The pattern seems to be in our 20s and 30s, you know, the socialising, the glass or two of wine in the evenings, but that gradually accelerates until in our 40s and 50s, many of us are using alcohol to self-medicate. We're still telling ourselves it's fun, it's socialising, of course, but in fact, you know, the, the pattern is often to get home from work, open the bottle of wine and sink it before the end of the evening. So for me, that's a really important reason. What you're doing with the Dry January Challenge is you're testing your dependency. If it's a breeze to get through dry January, if you hardly notice any difference, then of course you've got a very healthy relationship with alcohol, well done. But if you find it really difficult, or if you can't even contemplate doing a dry January, then you really need to make some changes. So reason number three, health. This is a big one. I could talk for the entire episode on this, but I'll try and keep it short. Now, alcohol is so toxic that just one month off the stuff will give you significant health benefits. If you've been drinking for years, you might be wondering if taking a month off alcohol is even worth it. Will it make any difference at all? Well, the answer is a big fat yes. The human body is amazing and your health will improve as a result of ditching the drink, even if you only ditch it for one month. Let's break those health benefits down a bit. So first of all, you've got your liver. We all think straight away, don't we, about the liver when we're worried about our drinking. Well, the liver is an amazing organ and it does in fact recover very quickly. There was a really interesting study done at a British magazine, The New Scientist. What they did is all of their staff had medical tests before and after dry January. And they found that the liver fat had dropped between 15 and 20%. Now, liver fat is a precursor to liver damage. And the liver stiffness also improved dramatically. And of course, there's cancer. Alcohol is linked to seven different types of cancer. And the risk increases the more you drink. Drinking more than one and a half bottles of wine a week puts you at risk. And many women in our community have actually had breast cancer, including me. One glass of wine raises our risk of breast cancer by 15% and after that exponentially. So cancer's a big one. 
And then there's blood pressure. Drinking too much alcohol can cause your blood pressure to rise. After three to four weeks of not drinking, your blood pressure will start to reduce. And reducing your blood pressure can be crucial as it can help to lessen the risk of health problems such as stroke and heart disease. The first thing that doctors do when we go and see them for a consultation is to take our blood pressure. That's an indication of just how important it is. You're listening to Goodbye to Alcohol, a podcast from World Without Wine. Now what about our guts? We hear a lot about the gut these days, don't we? Alcohol can lead to a leaky gut and can interfere with how the immune system functions. That leads to increased inflammation within the gut and everywhere else in the body. Now, when we consume alcohol, our immune system will fight it. It's so toxic that our immune system thinks we've got some kind of disease. Now, in these COVID times, we need our immune system to be strong. We need it to protect us from getting infected in the first place. And if we are unlucky enough to be infected by the virus, then we need a strong immune system to fight it. So there's plenty of health reasons there. The next one, number four, to reset. If you dropped a frog in a pan of boiling water, he would use those strong back legs to leap straight out again. Yet if you put that frog in a pan of cold water and gradually heated the water, he would sit there until he was boiled alive. Well, it's a bit like that with alcohol, which can sneak up on you over the years. Did you know that 20% of regular drinkers will become dependent? What starts off as literally a glass of wine to unwind after a day at work can easily become several glasses and eventually a bottle. And always remember the low risk limits are just one and a half bottles of wine a week. Doing a dry January gives your body, and more importantly your mind, a bit of space, space to recover, space to think about your relationship with alcohol and to decide whether you want to make any permanent changes. It gives you a chance to identify your triggers and explore what your life would be like without alcohol in it. You may just find you like it. So reason number five to do a dry January, to detox. If you've been drinking a glass or two of wine every evening for years, then your body is permanently in a state of mild withdrawal, which feels a bit like anxiety. And that's because it can take between 7 to 10 days for all traces of alcohol to leave your system. And that's why that first glass of wine in the evening tastes so good. You're ending your state of withdrawal and it feels like a massive relief. So doing a dry January gives your body and mind a chance to heal, to feel less anxious as your system becomes alcohol-free. So talking of anxiety... Reason number six, to reduce your anxiety. Now, if you're in the habit of drinking alcohol to make you less anxious, then you should know that it's now been scientifically proved that alcohol actually increases your anxiety. A batch of lab rats were injected with alcohol every day for a month. The control batch got to stay sober. Then all the rats were put through a very stressful obstacle race. And guess what? The control group way outperformed the rats with alcohol in their system. So conclusion is, 
just as that very famous meme says, drinking alcohol is like pouring gasoline on your anxiety. So these COVID days are anxious enough. You don't need to pour gasoline on your anxiety. Reason number seven, to freshen up your looks. You'll notice some immediate changes. Within days, you're going to lose the puffiness that our faces often get when we drink. Those tired eyes will brighten up significantly. And within a couple of weeks, your skin will improve. No more dull or dry skin and no more broken veins or red blotches. So the combination of no booze, healthy food and lots of water means that you're bound to drop a couple of kilos. So on the subject of weight, quite apart from the calories in each drink, alcohol is a major driver of overeating. We all know how alcohol weakens our healthy eating resolutions. Suddenly those nibbles at a cocktail party look irresistible. In a recent study, people having two alcohol drinks with food consume 30% more food than those drinking water. And another thing to remember about weight. Alcohol is a toxin. So when we're drinking, our body has to metabolise and burn off that toxin. And then afterwards, it'll start burning up the calories in the food that you've eaten. So the fat and the carbohydrate has to get behind alcohol in the cube. And your body might not even get round to that if there's a lot of alcohol to burn off. So trying to lose weight when you're, you're drinking alcohol is pretty hopeless. You're listening to Goodbye to Alcohol, a podcast from World Without Wine. If you'd like to join our tribe, please check out our website, worldwithoutwine.com. So here's reason number nine to do a dry January. Get some high quality sleep. Now sleep, of course, we know it's the foundation of good health. We all know how terrible we feel if we've had a bad night's sleep. We might think that alcohol helps us to fall asleep, but in fact it prevents us from getting the deep and restorative sleep that we actually need. As the alcohol leaves our body, usually about 2 to 3 a.m., we'll wake up, often feeling anxious and dehydrated. An alcohol-free month will give our bodies a chance to get proper rest. To get a good night's sleep, we need five to seven cycles of REM sleep. That's the deep restorative sleep. But if we're drinking, we get about one or two. That's why if you've been drinking for years, you've built up all this fatigue and you never really feel good and refreshed. Another interesting fact about the sleep thing is that when a non-drinker starts to get ready for bed, their brain will naturally start to dampen things down and to get them feeling sleepy. But if you're a regular drinker, your body won't do that because it will be used to depending on the artificial effect of alcohol to get you to sleep. That's why for the first few nights of your dry January, you might not sleep so well. Your body is just not used to doing that natural winding down thing. But the good news is that after five or six nights, your brain's going to readjust and the quality of your sleep will dramatically improve. Reason number 10. To get a dopamine hit. Now, if you're a regular drinker, your body gets lazy. It begins to rely on alcohol to stimulate that dopamine release and make you feel good. So if you stop drinking, your dopamine levels will drop, leaving you feeling rather miserable as your subconscious mind absorbs the information that, ugh, oh, this sobriety thing is not fun. 
Well, here's the thing. If you sacrifice those chemical highs from alcohol, then you must replace it with things that give you a natural high. Things like exercise, eating chocolate, getting a massage, playing with the dog, listening to music will all give you a natural high, a dopamine hit. But another way to get that natural high that you might not have thought of is giving. Think about the pleasure you took in selecting the perfect gift for your loved ones this festive season and your excitement as they opened it. Helping others is good for your heart and your health. And a growing body of research shows that giving a gift, as well as volunteering or donating to charities, has a positive impact on your physical and mental health and can contribute to a longer life. In fact, making a donation to a good cause engages the same reward pathways in the brain as sex, drugs, including alcohol of course, and food. Who knew? We tend to underestimate just how pleasurable giving can be. We know we'll enjoy that bottle of wine, but we're less confident that giving to people we don't know personally will bring us pleasure. We need to know that we're helping an individual in need, rather than just donating money to a faceless organisation. We need to know that our contribution will make a difference. So if these criteria are in place, then the satisfaction and purpose we derive from it are a gift to ourselves. So we've designed our Dry January fundraiser to meet all those criteria. So if you're ready to test that theory and get your dopamine hit, then just put the podcast on hold, pop over to worldwithoutwine.com, click on Earth Child Fundraiser and have a read and make your donation. And once you've done that, come back for some tips on how to get through Dry January. Okay, so let's do 14 tips to get you through dry January. Tip number one, reconfigure your life. You can't just stop the drinking and leave everything else the same. You'll always feel as though something's missing. The key is to create new routines, find new interests and make new connections. Number two, be ready to deal with your emotions. If you've been numbing your feelings with alcohol for years, it can be a shock to have to deal with them. Learn to sit with your emotions and know that they will pass. In spite of what you may think when looking at Facebook or Instagram feeds, we're not put on earth to be happy 24-7 and our lives will never be perfect. Keep perspective. There's going to be ups and there's going to be downs during your dry month, but hang in there and you'll make it. Celebrate every alcohol-free day. And remember that it'll take about 7 to 10 days for your body to detox. And after that, your sleep, your skin and your mood will improve. Number four, be prepared for cravings in the early days. Take a deep breath and they'll pass within a few minutes. You're going through a kind of grieving process. If alcohol's been your best friend for years, then you're going to miss it. Avoid the obvious triggers, bars, drinking buddies, stressful family gatherings, etc. You're listening to Goodbye to Alcohol, a podcast from World Without Wine. Number five, set some goals. January is traditionally a time when we reflect on the year that's passed and set some goals for the coming year. So when you stop drinking, you've got time on your hands. 
So take time for contemplation. What would you like to achieve during 2021? Find your tribe. Join up as a World Without Wine member and get connected with others on the same path. Other people who will get you straight away. Other people that will understand why perhaps you can't just have one glass of wine. These days we've got WhatsApp groups in the US, UK and South Africa, so there's always someone to talk to online. Just go to worldwithoutwine.com and click on membership and you can read about the benefits. Number seven, discover your natural highs. If you've been relying on alcohol to give you a buzz for years, then your brain may have got lazy and stopped producing dopamine. It can take months for the brain to start releasing dopamine again. So in the meantime, experiment to find new interests. Learn a language, take a course, become a volunteer, travel, do something creative, art, cookery, start writing a book. Number eight, have your go-to drinks. Experiment with alcohol-free drinks until you find your favourites. Be prepared to drink sparkling water at restaurants if there's nothing available. These days there are so many alcohol-free drinks on the market. I think there's more than a hundred choices. And our friends at Drink Nil are offering 10% off their entire range to anybody who signs up for our Dry January Challenge. Get moving. Make sure you have a daily exercise routine. Run or walk or box or go to the gym for at least an hour every single day. It's an essential mood changer and it'll clear your mind. Number 10. Keep a journal. So many studies are showing the benefits of journaling. It'll help you to process your emotions and track your journey to sobriety. Get those thoughts out of your head and into the journal to reduce your stress. Make sure you include a gratitude practice and note three things that you're grateful for every day. Number 11. Listen to music. Create a soundtrack for your life. Make playlists of your favourite music. It's a real mood changer, especially when you're listening and exercising at the same time. Number 12. Have your story ready. People are nosy and in our alcohol-drenched society, they'll want to know why you're not drinking alcohol. You have a great reason. I'm doing dry January and raising money for charity. Or perhaps this January, we can just say, I'm not drinking alcohol because it's illegal. Keep socialising. Don't become a recluse. Treat each event as a challenge to be ticked off and eventually your subconscious will register that you can have fun without alcohol and it will just get easier and easier. And if there's one thing the alcohol ban has done for us in South Africa is maybe people will realise that, yes, they can have fun without alcohol, that fun is about the people that you're with, the activities that you're doing. It's not just about the contents of your glass. Tip number 14. Use our tracker. Milestones are so important, even if they're just one day at a time. Every alcohol-free day that you complete, then you mark it on your tracker. And a little tip that I heard from one of our ladies during the podcast was that she marks her tracker at the beginning of the day, because then she can't bear the thought of having to go back and correct it at the end of the day. So that's a nice tip there. So you'll have a tracker and you'll see your alcohol-free days stacking up and that'll give you the motivation to keep going. 
So we send you a tracker when you sign up for the challenge. But if you want to go it alone and you don't want to get the online and community support that we're offering, then just email us at worldwithoutwine at gmail.com and we'll send you a tracker. So that's our 14 tips. I hope some of those will be useful for you. And remember that a month off alcohol is going to give you a taste of the benefits of quitting alcohol forever. It's going to kickstart your health, freshen up your looks and give you a new sense of energy and purpose. Most importantly, you will have tested your dependence on alcohol. If it was a breeze to get through dry January, then well done. If not, then you need to consider your relationship with alcohol and make some changes. And obviously we can help you with that. So you've heard some reasons why we think you should do a dry January and some tips how to get through it. So let me wrap up now just by reminding you about our sixth annual fundraiser, which has been carefully designed to meet those criteria I mentioned earlier. So you can be sure you'll get that dopamine hit. So we're inviting you to take one month off alcohol and divert the money you would have spent to the Earth Child Project. Now here in South Africa, we've had a helping hand from our president who's decided that it's illegal to buy alcohol for the next few weeks. So that makes it even easier. Just put that money aside and donate it to this good cause. Just 250 rand, which is £12 or $16, will provide one underprivileged child with a whole year of yoga and life skill tuition. I don't know about you, but I used to spend a lot more than that on alcohol every single month. As soon as we receive your donation, we're going to email you and ask you which date you'd like to start your 30-day window. We're going to support you by emailing you tips, tools and inspiration every single day and we'll invite you to join our fundraiser WhatsApp group so you can connect with the other challenges. So you can start your dry January right now or any time up to the end of January. Just decide on your 30-day window and we'll send you a daily mail to get you through. So just go to worldwithoutwine.com, hit Earthchild Fundraiser tab and you'll get more information there and you'll be able to make your donation. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this episode and help us spread the word about our fundraiser. So see you next week. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please check out the World Without Wine subscription membership program. It's the essential resource for anyone looking to change their relationship with alcohol. Whether you're looking to moderate or even quit drinking completely, our eight-step program will help you succeed. We'll connect you with our warm and welcoming community. We'll put you on a 30-day alcohol-free challenge and we'll track your progress on a monthly basis. And that's just for starters. For more information on the benefits of our membership programme, just go to worldwithoutwine.com.